We're live. What's good, bro? And Sean's gone. Where the fuck he at, bro? Where'd Sean go? He's ghosted. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, this is the plank. Yep, yep, yep. Y'all hookers act like y'all don't know how to start the show. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is Tuesday. It is nine-ish. That means it is the plank. Y'all know what it is. The greatest, the greatest podcast on the air right now as far as sex and relationships are concerned. Trying to keep that light out of your eyes. My head's not big enough to... I never thought I'd see the day my head wasn't big enough to block something. Anyways, um, <clears throat> y'all know what time it is. It is me, Sean Bennett. I am here with C Money and Riss, and uh, you know we got a, we got a pretty good show for you guys tonight. We got some exciting things going on, some things we'd like to go over. Uh, but first off, ladies, how was your week? It was great. <sighs> Wonderful. I uh... great. Mine was good as well. I uh, feel like I did a lot of stuff. I did pumpkin patch things. I did makeup and hair stuff for someone's homecoming. Um, TT Riz showing up with nothing but hopes for a good time. Uh, I um, had brunch with my dad and two siblings. It was great. Oh, that sounds like fun. It was fabulous. We went to a Jewish place down in Richmond mm -hmm. and surprised as fuck. Yeah. It was so good. delightful. Delightful. I went to King's Dominion on Friday with my niece. Yeah. And actually Saturday night. Went on Saturday night with my niece and we did all the scary stuff. And then we went to breakfast on Sunday morning. It was good. What about you, Sean? How was your week? Did he disappear? Okay, well, see, money. I understand that you were supposed to get a uh, that you were supposed to get digged down today, and that didn't happen. Did you get digged down at all this week? Mm -hmm. Sunday night. Yeah. Congratulations! I'm proud of you. Keep that going, Riss. Did you get digged down this week? I can't remember. Hold on. Let me think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost passed out, actually. <laughs> That's why I was like, put that into the back of my head. Yeah. Sounds like, a, sounds like a motherfucker was either choking you too hard or laying pipe the right way. <laughs> Kill the bitch. Or don't do it at all. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, my week was a... Uh, my week is pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm not in studio tonight because I'm not feeling at my, uh, at my best. Uh... Fortunately, I got my two lovely ladies there to represent, and I'm, you know, tuning in here on the screen. Uh, see money over there doing some shit with her hair, wrist making faces and whatnot. It's what we do. Uh, he doesn't pay attention to us. He never pays attention to us. That's not what we're doing. That's not, that is not fair at all. I, I just, it's not fair. I always pay attention to people. I don't get enough attention. My neighbor. So, you know, I mean, I had a pretty good week, I guess. Uh, I got to do a lot of stuff with the kids. Uh, I got to provide some dick downs. Um, and 
spend, spend time with my kids, which these are all damn near the only two things in life that I require. Uh, everything else is just, you know, for sure. Um, so everybody had a good week. That's good to hear. Let's get right into it as we are starting a little late. See money go ahead and hit us with the first topic of sex in the news, please. Sure. So the first sex in the news is actually something that Riss sent us earlier in the week. <laughs> Which was dang, I was hoping that EK was gonna be in here so I could get him oh, to man. put the TikTok on the screen. Um But it is <laughs> it is a TikTok of a girl talking about um, fuck what the people say, you should have sex on the first date. <laughs> Do you remember why? She has gone out on multiple dates with this man. Multiple dates. Okay, if I send you a link, can you play a video on the screen? They're yes. talking about sex. They, she asks about what his kinks are, and he's mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't really have any. And she's like, okay, all right. They go oh, on yeah, handfuls yeah. of dates. They finally have sex. And he says some wild shit. He talks, he does dirty talk. Now, as a person that doesn't do dirty talk, I'm like, oh, Ako Taco, right? No, 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 no. Way worse. I How quickly now. can you get that up? I'm on Facebook right now. Okay. I'm like, how long should I leave it? <laughs> So, long story short, long story short, he says some stuff uh, <clears throat> related to the kink known as breeding. Uh, he's talking about, you know... Um, oh, name for that. Yes. Breeding, yeah. breeding is a kink uh, enjoyed by many men and many women. Um... It's actually not like it's actually not one of your rarer kinks. Uh, I looked it up. It's, I want to say I don't remember exactly. It's something like 30, 40 percent uh, of active sexual people have a breeding kink. Um, <clears throat> when you desperately, when you desperately enjoy the feel of your partner. Right there. Okay, so Looks EK's- like taken down. Oh. I got a dead link. Oh wait, there it goes. Here we go. All right. Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys why it is crucial, important to have sex on the first date. Hear me out. So I recently was seeing this guy. We were taking things slow. We probably had like 10 to 15 dates before actually having sex, okay? Before we had sex, I asked him, I was like, hey, so what do you like during sex? Do you have any like kinks, you know? Trying to, you know? He was like, no, I don't really have any kinks, nothing crazy, you know? Okay, cool. So we go to have sex. At first it was fine, okay? His dick was fine, he was fine, and then he starts to dirty talk. Now I know what you're thinking. Dirty talk is sexy, dirty talk is hot. I agree, completely. Um, but this man did not do your typical, I mean, he could have said, he could have said anything other than what he said. Because, okay, let me just reenact this for you. Okay, I'm him, okay? Yeah, 
Yeah? You want me to get you pregnant? Yeah? You want me to put a baby in you so everyone knows you're mine? Yeah? You want me to get you pregnant? <laughs> no, I don't kink shame, but what the fuck? What the fuck? First time having sex? I asked you about your kinks. You didn't think that would, like, you didn't think you could, like, you know, you should tell me that? You don't just spring that on somebody. That is, that is the least sexy thing you could possibly say. Also, then he was like, talk back, talk back, say something. What the fuck do you want me to say? Yeah, you want to pay for my abortion? You want to be a single dad? Yeah? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm Months so mad. She was like, time. yeah, you want to be a getting single dad? Get personal with him, out the door. Have sex on the first date. You heard it here first. Don't say I didn't warn you. You're welcome. I forgot about that last time. I had part. a bad experience, so here's some bad advice. You know what? Yo, so this is the perfect example. This this moment, this video, um, y'all's reactions, the whole nine, is the perfect example of women always being the one to fuck women over. Women giving women bad advice. That was everything that she said in that video. Amusing as it was, I did laugh. I will admit that I did laugh. So for the purposes of comedy, I will give the video a thumbs up. For the purposes of any kind of instructional or advice, 100% of everything that she said was retarded. Um, she started with, I don't kink shame, and then immediately proceeded to blast this man's kink and shame him for it. Uh, <laughs> um... The breeding kink isn't, uh, it's not, definitely not for everybody. Um, I remember the first time the chick was like, uh, I want, I, you know, I, I want to have your baby. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it threw me off. There was definitely a moment. I did not immediately follow that up with um, shaming her online. But, uh, <clears throat> or, you know, and telling all of my male friends, hey, go nothing to chick on the first date um but anyways uh it's it's not it's not it's not a like i said i, I did some research it's about 30 30 to 40 i don't remember it's 30 or 40 percent of sexual of uh all sexually active people um have some form of breeding kink whether it be enjoying the feeling of your partner nutting inside of you um <clears throat> unprotected sex also falls under the breeding kink um for guys um the thought or act uh, the extreme that's not right the, ex the extreme version of the kink is uh well actually he's not even on the ex he's not no he's not even on the extreme end the extreme version of the kink goes as light as dirty talk um and unprotected sex to as heavy as having multiple partners mm. inseminate you, mm -mm. Uh, nut, nut inside of you, mm. uh, is the more extreme the version of that breeding cake. Because I feel like that's a different. Mm -mm. I don't know something else. <laughs> that's something else. So. Okay. <laughs> so the part of the part of the, the breeding cake is uh, so like you can uh, look it up. Uh, it used to I'm be something to. you could find That's on Craigslist. You could find it on the internet. You could find it on Pornhub, uh, like the breeding kink. 
uh, having a bunch of guys met inside a chick uh, is the far end of that breeding kink. You're generally traditional gangbang. Your traditional gangbang type of thing isn't normally done with the intent of, you know, everybody nutting inside this same hole. Uh, that's that's not really a, that's that's two different that's whole two different uh, kinks there. Uh, so, for the purposes of comedy, I think it was a funny video. But I gotta, I, I gotta agree with EK. She I had a, genuinely she had a bad experience and give. immediately followed with giving bad advice. She just said, "Here, this is the situation that I was just in. You do you. Don't you know? Don't come to me telling me that you know not having sex on the first date is what you're into, or I don't know." I, I don't think she was, was generally just, trying to. She was advice. just fed up. She was like, "You know what? She's After very 15 much. dates, like." You lied to me, and you told me that you don't have any kinks, right. but, like, this is the kind of dirty talk you're into. I feel like that's Well, I mean, very much. He probably didn't know, he probably didn't know it was a kink. Me neither. He probably didn't know it was a kink. I mean, how many of you, how many of you... Like, that's your first phrase to go with, and I have questions. Like, I have a lot I mean, of how questions. Many people, how many people listening to this conversation knew that enjoying being nutted in by even by just by your partner or enjoying nutting in your, your partner uh falls under the breeding kink i mean he didn't know i'm not seeing that i'm not seeing that. that what i'm seeing is what i'm seeing oh there it is just kidding i don't like that Damn. But it says the idea, yeah. the idea of insemination, and then it says for many breeding, breeding fetishes involves the exchange of body fluids. Isn't that then? That's like bare minimum. That's well, yeah, that's like you have. What did I? What did I say? I said that is the lighter version of it, and then you have <laughs> your more extreme version. I feel like in the in the same but way that it you were all like falls under the breeding cake. So I'm like, in the same way that you were like, the you know, your your run of the mill gangbang is that's not the intent. Unless you like say some shit like come in this pussy, get me pregnant. That's that's the that's the extreme. <laughs> no, I like, I like how, it, how you said it. Both of us were like, Ugh. no. Wow. Um, All right, y'all got. Y'all, I think y'all just do the audio out of focus. Y'all got way too loud. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, anyways. That all got peppered and stored for a second. So, um, the, but like, I, on that, on that far end of things, there's, they actually do, they'll set up, um, these gangbangs with the intent and the rule that everybody has to come inside the pussy. Right, right, like, right. Like, that and is, then, that's, that's the far end of your breeding. But, but, my point is, Courtney, don't you have unprotected sex? Wait a minute. Whoa! <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> How did we get here? Hold the fucking phone because if wait, no. Because unprotected sex would be all the way unprotected. If you're like not yet not using condoms, just because you don't use a condom doesn't mean you're having fully unprotected sex in this particular way. You're not you can't say that not wearing a condom or wearing a condom is not the only form of protected sex. 
no, 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 no. So my, my, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. That lighter purpose. Um, most people who participate in the in the um, in the breeding kink or fetish, if you will, aren't actively looking to get pregnant. It is just simply the idea, um, or in a lot of cases, just the feeling um, that causes the kink, not the actual act or desire to get pregnant. Um, the idea that they might get pregnant or he might impregnate her um by 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 coming directly in her um or the uh the feeling even of that of coming directly in her, or having him come directly in you that joy that comes with that all falls under the breeding king um look i think but, you, know, have, it's, you know it's you know did you get a sponsorship no, hey, look, from no condoms or no like no king shaming you... here hey <laughs> my house was just sponsored by condoms officially <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Alright, so technically, technically, and again, no kink shaming here. No. Um, as someone, as someone who actively participates, I love the feel of coming into my partner. I do it all the time. Absolutely love it. Um, it would technically make me a breeder. It would technically make her a breeder. Um, C-Money falls into that category as well. Uh, we're definitely on the lighter end of, um, of all of that, uh, the three of us. But I figured since we were all having a laugh at this man's expense, because, you know, I figured, we, I figured I'd do some research and we'd look into it a little bit. But, uh, you know, no, no kink shaming, because unlike her, unlike her, we really don't kink shame. We really don't. Uh, and it, I... <laughs> You guys look so uncomfortable. You all right? Neither one of us wants to be pregnant or enjoys the idea or the thought of it, and neither one of us agrees. Do you enjoy the feel? Do you guys enjoy the feel? Do you guys enjoy the feel of your partner ejaculating in you? Not anymore. No. Welcome, welcome to the world. Hey, hey, welcome to the world of breeding, guys. It's okay. It's fine. I can't. Okay, please move on. So our next story comes from TechCrunch.com. Netflix fired the employee who organized the walkout in solidarity with trans workers. All right. So do y'all know? Uh, Let's hit a little background because I I wanted to talk about this. Um, do you guys know why they did that walkout? Uh, well, it was initiated by Dave Chappelle's special, correct? Uh, yes, as I understand, um, they did not like Dave Chappelle's special, which you know, have either of you seen his special yeah. or heard anything about it? I mean, I've heard a little bit about it, yeah. All right, so a little background for the people. It's his third one um, called The Closer. You know, that, that traditional comedy term, he is The Closer. If Dave Chappelle's performing, he's going to be The Closer. He called this The Closer because it's the third and final of his uh, Netflix specials. 
Now, he did, from start to finish, damn near, he had a lot of trans jokes. He had a lot of jokes targeted at the LGBT community. Um, and I think that it went clean over the entire LGBT community's head. Uh, and so now the LGBT, uh, the LGBTQ plus community um, is looking to cancel Dave Chappelle, which is, you know, pretty damn much impossible. Um, He's about to retire anyway. I think, I think that most people who were offended by the special, like, didn't watch the whole special. I feel like those that did watch the entire special and were still offended at the end of it completely missed the entire point of everything that this man has said since the Me Too movement. Um, he did absolutely, absolutely had a lot, a lot of jokes at the LGBT community, uh, LGBTQ plus community's expense. He had a lot of jokes at directed uh, at trans people specifically. Um, and I think that when people got mad about it, one, like I said, I don't think they stuck around to the end of the show. Um, where you get a, a larger grasp towards the end of the show as to why specifically he was doing this and why he dedicated it to the person that he was doing it. He did dedicate it to a trans person. Um, he didn't make that public knowledge, I don't think, as far as on the special, but it was very clear from his Twitter and his relationship with this person why he was doing this. But he did say, uh, he said as far back as the Me Too movement, I remember he was the one specifically who pointed out that uh, the Me Too movement was going to die off because females were attacking every single person, that every single male that they could, even males that were trying to help. Uh, we, we talked about when um, Ben Affleck, you know, um, tried to start, start, I don't remember the name of the group or whatever it was, but he tried to help, some, started to start something to assist with the Me Too movement, and the chick came out of nowhere and was like, no, because remember back in 1998, when you touched my butt on the set of whatever the hell, or yada, 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 or I don't even know if it was a movie, but you know. <laughs> what did I miss? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, if you showed up today, and, you would know. Huh? <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. That's all. Proceed. And, uh,. You know, so that shut that down, whatever, and the Me Too movement eventually did what he said it was going to do, and it died down, because tragically or unfortunately, the same way he said, you know, if black people really truly want to truly want truly truly, truly want to overcome, they're going to need the assistance of white people, and if women truly want to overcome, they're going to need the assistance of men. So you can't just attack everybody for everything. Um, he said the same thing about the trans community, the LGBT community. He said he, th he doesn't think it's a uh, acceptable that you know comedians can make white jokes black jokes um that you can make jokes about just about anybody just about anything but if a person makes a joke about the lgbt community all of a sudden their career is over they are canceled they are done um and the lgbt uh community has been giving him have been giving him a lot of flack over the years about some of the jokes that he's made all the while he's been behind the scenes supporting trans comedians, one in particular, um, creating funds uh, for children 
uh, for of um, excuse me, my dog is attacking me. Um, creating funds for children of trans people who have committed suicide, things like that. Um, offering up trusts for their families, things like that. Um, and yet he's been a target of the LGBT plus the LGBT community for years. Um, even though his opener, his opener was a trans person. Uh, and I think, I think that, I think it went over a lot of people's head. I think it offended a lot of, uh, a lot of the alphabet gang. So I'm going to ask you specifically, Riss, as a member of the alphabet gang, uh, do you feel like the LGBTQ plus community, do you feel like they've become too sensitive? Do you feel like they're attacking too many people? Do you feel like they're fighting too many wars on too many fronts? Um, or do you agree with what they're doing? Do you say something negative, you know, whether in jest or not about a trans person or a gay person or a bi person that you should, your whole life should be taken away from you. I don't think that it's at that extreme there, but... Uh, so... Or maybe I should say livelihood, not life. I mean, you make your money how you make your money, I don't know. I think that the point is, of all of this, is if he's doing all of these things behind the scenes, but he's making that money based off of making these jokes. I mean, not all that money, but like, he's making that, he's making those jokes, telling everybody that's already doesn't understand the, as I so lovely put it, alphabet gang. Um, people that don't understand uh, the alphabet gang, people that don't like things about the alphabet gang, like, he's making it acceptable for them to continue in those ways instead of informing people about them being fucking humans, God forbid. Um, so he's kind of said he's using his platform to eventually indirectly cause harm to the alphabet gang, but he's just like, I can just throw money at it and it'll be fine. And that probably well, isn't I mean, how he's thinking. Heard the no, that's probably not. That's have what I'm you saying. Heard the jokes that he's making like no. they're not i'm just saying anybody like that's anybody that's doing this you this you just happen to be based off of what you have just said mm -hmm. make some jokes just like you can make jokes about white people you can make jokes about black people but you can't make jokes about the lgbtqia plus because they're sensitive yes um so like you can't make jokes about those things because you also shouldn't be making jokes about black people or white people anymore. Like, we know better now, so we should be doing better. There's a higher standard of what's fucking funny. And what's harmful is not funny anymore. We are no longer having to sit by and pretend that it's funny. And I think... Are we That's pretending it's funny, or are people genuinely laughing? I think that at one point, at one point, like, probably close to our parents' generation, yeah. that, like, comedians could easily stand up and just be like, you know, call someone gay because 
of how well they're put together or groomed or whatever and it was funny to them and now it's like someone says that and we're like okay yes they shower Ooh, scary (laughs) we're like okay and right next so if if you think about like the the way that a lot of comedians will come back with a heckler they don't know that person you know you can't do a roast battle with people that like don't know you because it's just not as funny um so hecklers will look at you and go okay i have appearance i have like or not hecklers comedians will look back at the hecklers and go okay i have their appearance i have their race i have maybe they look a little um too put together to be straight yeah or like as a man or like maybe they look a little too rugged as a female to be straight um and people like they'll jump on that so the point being like it it, at some point maybe we did think it was funny but now that we know that these kinds of jokes can cause so much mental harm we have to do better we have to do better we have to hold the people that have those platforms accountable and the whole point of this segment was to talk about Netflix um, and apparently they're saying that they did not fire that person because they're putting the trans walk out together they just happened to be a person that was putting a trans walk out together that had possibly leaked information about Netflix well, so this headline information about Netflix. Right, 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 right. So like the the headline is definitely like uh misleading. But that's all. Well, I don't know if it's misleading or if it's a matter of opinion because I mean obviously so if if I go to work and I'm demanding higher pay for myself and my fellow employees um and they let me go because you know i was you know they can oh well sean was five minutes late or 10 minutes late or it's me let's be real i was like a half hour late um you know no we're, we're, we're firing sean for being late the fact that he's got all these people riled up about higher pay has absolutely nothing to do with it we fired him because he was late on tuesday like, I don't I think just because a company says something along those lines doesn't mean it's like the whole Virginia thing in the state of Virginia. You can it's a free to it's a free to work state. So you can fire somebody for any reason that's not race, discriminatory, sex, sex, race or uh, religion. Um, but you can absolutely fire somebody for sex, race or religion and just say it was for another reason. Yes. Right. Uh so you're right, maybe not misleading. I just, uh, I don't have much after that. Aside from holding the people with platforms accountable. Because you can't just, you can't in our faces tell me that the Alphabet Gang make all these jokes that could be harmful, especially to the youths. The small baby gays that are out there trying to figure out their sucking selves. Like, the baby gays is that like is that like little baby jesus except it's little baby gays no. little baby gays are the fucking the kids that have been like little baby jesus gay i don't know i don't know that at all i was just saying like the baby gays are the ones that are they're that are finally that are just figuring it out 
They're just kind of figuring out that, like, their same-sex friend is, like, a little bit cuter than all their other friends, and, like, they don't know why. Or they think that they're weird, or, like, they're feeling alone. So you've got someone who has always been funny, always been on a platform doing something hilarious, well-known, and you put him... And you put him on another special, and you say... This is comedy, right? You, you list it as a comedy. And this is meant to be funny. He's making the jokes about those people. He's making the jokes and it's harmful to their minds. It's harmful to the people that have gone this entire time trying to, you know, get to the point of comfortability to be themselves around the rest of the world. And yeah, he's putting all of that effort into making it funny for everyone and then putting money towards it and it's like behind the scenes like you would have to go into a deep dive of some sort of a google search to find that he's putting money in to projects that will benefit the lgbtqia not even a deep not, not, I don't care not if it's even a single dive. Google search. I click on Netflix, I watch the episode, I watch the show, and I say, oh fuck, Dave Chappelle makes jokes about trans folks. And I don't care what he did with the money he rate, but he earned from that show. I don't care. Because everybody is not doing that Google search. Right. Not every single person is doing the Google search to find out what Dave Chappelle does with his money. And not everyone is doing that for every celebrity or every person that has a platform because like if i currently find out that dollar tree is on some fuck shit i will be destroyed they take most of my paychecks okay so like the minor platform that we have here yeah in local podcast radio is like this state could destroy me if we find out the Dollar Tree is on some fuck shit. Okay, like... <laughs> you realize we're nationwide, right? I know that we're nationwide. I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't take the whole nation, okay? It would take 12 people that know that I love Dollar Tree to go, oh, like, the plank is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be it, because that's all that, like, that's all that it would take. So not every not every listener is looking into our purchases. Not every person that watches Netflix is going to do a Google search to see what they did with that money that they earned on that special. Like you got to put your money where your mouth is. And it sounds like your mouth is very anti-LGBTQIA, very anti-alphabet gang, and it sounds I like I do not like the I'm so sorry. That is not really up to you, doll. As as a as what is it a cis as a cis man, I do not like. I think I I think I said use the right term. I do not like the IA. I'm boycotting it. You're a cis het man, but yes. Cis het. Okay. All right. That's that's a lot to keep up with. All right. So I'm gonna close it out with this because I do agree with you, but I also disagree with you, and I know that doesn't I know that doesn't make a lot of sense. I think you made some very solid points about the power of a voice. I think you made some very solid points um, that a lot of people weren't thinking about as far as the little baby gays and little baby Jesus. 
Um, I think, I think, wasn't me. What'd you say? I said, I didn't talk about Jesus. Oh, okay. That was, I said, baby gays and you said, baby Jesus. And that's not what I uh, do. I can explore. You said little gay baby Jesus all swaddled in his crib. Anyways, um, I believe that comedy is comedy. As somebody who stood on a stage and told jokes, I believe that comedy is comedy. Um, I believe that I, I do believe that people need to be less offended by things. I believe that it is hypocritical for the same people who laughed at his skits on Gay America, who laughed at his skits of a uh, black Klansman, the same people who laughed at his skits of racial fairies. Um, I believe those same people who laughed at these things now all of a sudden it's an issue because he made a joke about he made jokes about the trans community. Um, I believe that is a little bit of hypocr I believe that is hypocritical. Is it that hypocritical we all laugh or at these things. I believe that we have looked at these things and we have enjoyed them and we've laughed at them. I believe that Dave Dave Chappelle has always from before he was famous, before he was in the conversation to be the greatest comedian of all time, before any of that, um, he's always used comedy uh, as a way to speak out on social issues. Um, you know, when when he was making skits a couple of years ago about, you know, uh, white America flipping out over the fact that Donald Trump won and, you know, black America just kind of being like, eh. This is what we do. This is what we go through. Again, we all thought it was hilarious, but he targets, you know, he makes jokes about this one particular group of people and we're talking about he needs to be canceled. Um, I do agree with many of the, actually, I won't say many, I agree with every single point that you just made. Um, I believe they were actually very well spoken. I believe they were very well thought out. I believe they were very well put. Um, but I do believe that we as a people, as a country, we do need to be less sensitive. Um, I do believe that we should be able to use comedy to speak out on social issues. This isn't the first time it's happened. Um, we've been doing it since the 40s. Um, many, many comedians have done it. Dave Chappelle wasn't the first to do it. He probably won't be the last. Uh, but also, I encourage everybody to actually go out before you throw somebody on the cross and go find out what they're all about. Um, listen to the things that he's saying. Listen to the people that support him. Um, and listed this, look at the situations that, that occur and why he might do the things that he do. If people uh, do the things that he does, if people take more than just the surface of his instance, you're willing, you're probably willing, you're probably going to find more depth in things. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, Riss, you did wonderful representing the LGBTQ. That's all you get from me, LGBTQ. Plus. LGBTQ. IA plus. Community. Uh, and like I said, you, that, was, that was very well put. All right. We're going to go ahead and hit our main topic. I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible. Now, we have 10 questions that have been put up. Um, we had some questions for the girls, but you fucking sickos need to come up with better stuff because we want to do the same thing for the girls where I will ask questions for the girls and I will uh, represent you, the people asking them, probably mostly men. Um, 
I will represent those 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 questions for you, and I will argue those points for you, further dive further into them. But as the best questions that the male community were able to come up with is when's Courtney going to show her tits? Mm -hmm. Is Risk going to start an OnlyFans, etc., etc., etc.? Um, we went with some more enlightened and intelligent questions from the female community that I will address. Um, fellas, I need you to know you let me down. Not only did you let me down, y'all have a history of letting me down. Damn, what's that feel like? <laughs> um, you're a woman, you should know. Uh, so, um, so we're asking you these questions. Who's first? So uh, what I said was, so the ladies picked, that there was 10 questions, I, I toned it down to 10 questions, and each lady, both ladies are going to address, are gonna, they're going to represent five, they got five questions apiece, they're going to represent those five questions. Um, and as the people who sent those questions in are not here to speak for themselves, they will help to elaborate. So they will ask the question, I will answer the question. They will, I will, they will ask the question, I will answer the question, and if they have a retort, they will represent you in that retort. All right, ladies, let's go. That Us. Oh, okay. So, like, we're allowed to answer these questions, too? Yes, after okay. Sean does. Supreme gold. Good time. Ready, set, is it me first? Yeah, you can go ahead and go first. Why are some of us so hard to love? All right, so this was asked by a woman, um, and I have to say... Nobody is, are you presenting yourself in a way that's easy to be loved? I feel like that's, I feel like that's, a, I feel like it's a very toxic question when people go, I'm so hard to love. Um, because nobody's hard to love, period. People are hard to tolerate. People are hard to be around. Uh, people are hard to listen to. Nobody is hard to love. Uh, if you are, if you're hard to love, change who you are. And I hate to tell people that. I hate to tell people that. And the look on Rissa's face, this is classic. Um, I hate to tell people that, but it is who it is. Because nobody, no decent people are hard to love. Like I said, people can be hard to tolerate, hard to be around. Um... My daddy once told me, man, I love you, but I, I don't like you. Like, so even as a bad of a person as I was, he still loved me. People are not hard to love. Um, it is very easy to give love. It is easy to fall in love. It is easy to love someone. Um, if for some odd reason you are hard to love, that's terrible. Pedophiles are hard to love. Rapists My are hard to love. My guess is that this person also is not a hard person to love. Mm -hmm. They were just told that. They was they were because in a toxic they, situation. Yeah, they were told that by someone who didn't want to put an effort in. That's your idea. That's your idea. Someone that did not know their love language or how they decide to show love. Someone that did not know um, what it was to love someone. Perhaps they... I think you're right. I think there, there's a very short list of people that are hard to love. Rapists, pedophiles, that kind of thing is, is those people are hard to love. Whereas... Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans. You get the fuck out. Oh my god. I love my bankers very much, okay? Anyways.
I know. I, I like I like them too. It's just hard because Cowboys. <laughs> so, I think you're sort of right to the point of change yourself because someone is going to actually know how to show emotion and love you. And maybe they'll say, hey, I need a minute. They'll be able to say, give me this space so that in five minutes after this time for me, I can still love you. Or maybe it's just, you're hard to like. <laughs> that's like, easy. That's, that's, that's easy. Um, like, I, my, my, my daddy's not the only person who ever told me that. I've been told that statement by quite a few people in my life. Uh, you know, I, I love you, I don't like you. I'm a, I'm a very hard person to like. Or maybe it's like, mm, I don't, I'm irritated by this question. Why? Because I just don't believe that anyone, essentially anyone, is really hard to love. I don't believe that either. Um, because let's be let's be let's be serious. Um, I know a fellow right now. Uh, I, I said pedophiles are hard to love. I know a fellow right now, the hardest thing that he has to come to terms with is the fact that his brother is a pedophile, but he loves his brother. He does not like the things that his brother did. He does not appreciate it. He does not support it. He does not agree with it. He would never put his brother around nobody's kids, even though he is supposedly reformed. But he loves his brother. That is his brother. That is the person that he grew up with. That is the person who protected him, watched out for him, looked out. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, no matter how terrible a person, think about how many freaking, think about how many people we have sitting in jail for some of the most savage things that you can think of, some of the most heinous things that you can think of, and somebody loves them. Think about the idiots that get on the news talking about some, oh, my brother only broke in the guy's house with a knife. Why do you have to use a gun on my brother? He was such a sweet person. He loved this. He did that. He da 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 nobody is hard to love. That's why I don't like, that's why I don't like that question is because to me, it's a very toxic question. When people go, why am I so hard to love? Um, I don't Are feel that toxic? anybody is hard to love. I feel like, huh? Like, well, I feel like you, so you did. Were you in it? I feel like the person asking this question has to have been in a toxic relationship and is still trying to unlearn those toxic behaviors themselves. And I need them to love themselves like a little bit more. And well, I'm glad you brought that up because I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective. You're absolutely right. There are there are people sitting out there right now that some dickhead told them they were hard to love, um, even though they are not. Um, for me and my experience, a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm so hard to love are people who do asshole shit and don't want to change the fact that they do asshole shit. Okay. That makes oh, I'm sense. so hard to love. No one ever stands. You know, no. I'm so hard to love. No one ever stands by me. Oh uh, well, that's because you yell at all your partners. That is because you are physically abusive to some to your partners. Um, people don't stick with you or stand by you because you tend to cheat on them and then want to play the everybody leaves me card after you have had somebody in their bed. Um, so from either direction, from either end, I believe it is a toxic. I believe it is a toxic question. It's a toxic thing to say. Okay. Nobody is hard to love. We have serial killers sitting on death row right now With, who like, somebody loves. Lives. We have right. We have there. There are pedophiles right now sitting in jail that somebody loves. Um, there are terrible, terrible people walking the face of the earth, and every one of them is loved by someone. You are not hard to love. Either someone has convinced you that you are. Or 
you're walking around doing asshole shit and just refuse to change. Hit me with the next one. So the next question is, why do men play so many games slash waste so much time? Ah, wait. So this, I, uh, um, I saw something the other day is why I picked this question. Is he wait? Did he waste your time or did he just get to know you and decide he didn't like you? Did he waste your time or did he waste his time? That's did he did he invest time in you? Now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that there aren't men out there that waste time. Um there are men out there, I know, I know, I know a bunch of them. I know that are men are that are out there running game right now, uh wasting bitches time. But Again, that's one of those traits that we have as human beings. Females have drastically a lot that the problem is never me. Did he waste your time or did he invest time in you with no return on investment? Uh, is that your answer? Like, is that the end of your answer? That is that is a question that is that is a question that that, that I have for the for, that is a question that I have. I, I think that that's as a... far as if you want to say why do men waste time, that's simple. Um, men waste time because they're immature. Men waste time because they uh, don't know what they want. Men waste time because we've grown up in a society where men are allowed to waste time. Uh, I was watching Red Sonia. God damn it! Earlier today, and motherfucking Arnold Schwarzenegger had to kill like 92 to 97 ass niggas and wrestle a water dragon before Red Sonya would give him some buns. Now, literally, chicks will give you some ass based off your fit. So, like, I mean, or because you said hi and could remember how to spell their name or some dumb shit. Like, it's men waste time. Men waste time sometimes just because your time is there to be wasted. Why would I, as a man, value your time if you don't value your time? If you don't value your space, why would I value your space? So it is a two-part question. Is, 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 are, is your time being wasted? Or are people investing time in you and you don't have anything to reciprocate in that investment? Or as far as why do men waste time, there's a litany. There's, there's an unending number of reasons why men waste time. Ranging from immaturity to again boredom. I think that I I think that it's only a waste of each other's time if you guys get to know each other and maybe Maybe he gets to know you and he doesn't like you. Okay, so he gets to know you, he doesn't like you, and he leaves you alone. If he doesn't, if he gets to know you and he doesn't like you, but he keeps playing around because he wants to get his dick wet or wants someone to have a conversation with every once in a blue moon when he's bored, then he's wasting everyone's time. Then he's playing games. If one of y'all gets to know the other and you don't like them, that's fine. Leave them alone. That's what dating is. But, like, if you just keep going back and keep playing around, then 
it's a waste well, of a lot of men, time. What you're talking about, a lot of men will do based off of comfortability or attraction. Um, or again, the sloppy toppy is really good. Uh, a female friend of mine told me she recently broke up with a guy and had to tell him, like, you don't even like me that much. Like, the sex is good, we have a good time, we have a good vibe, but, like, you don't even like me that much. Because if you did like me that much, we wouldn't be having this third conversation about my boundaries. Uh, you know, because if... And I, and I can agree with that, because if a man likes you enough, he's going to respect those boundaries. Right. You're not going to have to have that conversation over and over again. Um, so a lot of that in that particular situation, like she said, you know, sex was good, vibe was good, they had a good time, homie was just comfortable. You know what I'm saying? It's there, it's available pussy, it's, you know, I like her enough. That's a, that's a very open-ended question because there's just, uh, there's no one answer as to why a guy might play games or waste time. True. I have nothing, so I'm going to ask the next question. <clears throat> Why is it so much easier for women to move on than men? All right, so this question goes across the board for anybody. If it is easy for a person to move on from you, they were not invested in you to begin with. That is male or female, period. Um, they may have been invested in your finances. They may have been invested in the lifestyle that you provided them. They may have been invested in the great sloppy toppy that you gave. They may have been invested in your car. Um, they were not invested oh, in you. Was that all? Are you stuck? Are you stuck? What? Oh. I thought maybe your audio went out because you stopped. You just... No, 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 no. I, no, I feel like that's an easy one to answer. Um, but I think that's that, that doesn't just go for women. Um, I believe that women appear to be, it appears that women, more women move on faster than men move on faster uh, because I, you're a man. So from your perspective, and again, like we talked about women giving women bad advice, what's the, what's the famous quote? Uh, women love to use the fastest way to get over an, a man is to get under another one. So it's, it's you from your perspective, from your perspective, of course, it's going to seem as from your perspective as a man, of course, it's going to seem like women move on faster because you take time to process and, you know, so forth, so such. And it seems like the other person isn't. If they are legitimately moving on faster, again, they were never invested in you. There was never an investment in you. You're done? Okay. Is it? So I would like to just point out a lot of people will, a lot of women, I think, will stay longer than they know they should. They will decide that they need to do something else, that this is not what they're wanting for their life. And that is when you might notice some sort of decline in your relationship that you apparently didn't notice before. Um, I think sometimes it takes like the last few, 
I don't even know how, like, time, like a, a fraction. I want to say, like, the last quarter of your relationship is probably the, <laughs> the amount of time that the woman has started to separate and, like, work through the starting processes of getting over it. So that when they leave, so you already good. mentally separated before the physical separation. Right, 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 right. I just I, that court one quarter of the relationship is not. That's a, just a number that I pulled out of my fucking head. It's not the actual. <laughs> it's not like scientifically proven in any way. But I think a lot of women leave mentally first, and then it's easier once there's no like out of sight, out of mind. Um, it's easier then to be like, okay, so technically, in my mind, you know, we've been on the decline since however long, and it's, yeah. just, it's just, that's, that's how that goes, I think. So if that was asked by a woman, you know that you left earlier than you actually physically did. If it was asked by a man... She left earlier than she did, my guy. Um, that's it for me. Alright, so the next question is, what's the best way to keep a relationship fresh? Do the things that you did to win that person over. <gasps> Bless you. Bless you. Excuse me, thank you. Bless you. You. Bless you again, and that will be the last one you get because after that you're just trying to get free blessings. Um, uh, I think I think this is I, I you know I hear a lot of married couples say this, a lot of old married couples. I hear a lot of people with a lot of mileage in their marriage and relationships say this. Do the same things throughout the relationship that you did to win that person over. Period. If, if you provided. If 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 you won him, if you won him over with great sloppy toppy, then that. keep the great sloppy toppy compliment. Improving. Um, if, if if it was, if 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 you won her over because with your kindness, don't change your personality. Keep it fresh, man. Keep it fresh. Always act like you're trying to get her to choose you, because at the end of the day, that is what a relationship is. Is, is somebody who's waking up every day and choosing you. And your job, your goal is, or should be at least, um, if you want this relationship to continue, to continue to give this person reasons to choose you. Whether it be male or female, a lot of people get really comfortable in a relationship. Um, you hear about a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of guys complain about, oh my God, when we first got together, there she was sucking and fucking and we was doing this and everything was great and you know now you know I, I get to touch her on my birthday and every third weekend like motherfuckers get comfortable oh he used to send me flowers every so often or he used to cook for me or he would you know do this or whatever the case and you know he doesn't do that anymore I mean maybe maybe even for guys it was sexual you know he used to eat my ass and now you know We've been together a while, and he don't need my ass no more. Like you know, it's it, it is what it is. Uh, keep doing the things. Keep doing the things to keep your relationship fresh that you did when you when you got into that relationship. And throw some curveballs in there, man. That's the point of fresh. Throw some curveballs in there. Uh, 
you know, uh, if you know, look, Pimpin, if 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 you normally provide missionary three nights a week, you know, change it up, Pimpin. Give her some doggy style one night. See how she react. Anal. Honestly, that's what I thought he was gonna say. I thought you were gonna go anal blowjobs. Keep it fresh. Keep it funky, and be like, that's it. That's the answer. Like. But here he is. Well, that's, like, yo, for real, that can be part of the relationship. That can be part of, yes, that can be part of keeping it fresh. Look, if you, ladies, will, women will kill me. Women will kill me. Women will kill me. Women will kill me. Again, I have a lot of female friends. I have a lot of females that come to me advice on certain stuff. And the sheer amount of females that will be like, well, I feel like things have gotten really stagnant in the bedroom. Well, what have you done to change that? What? Well, what have you done to change that? Well, he, he hasn't tried anything new. No, bitch, what have you done to change that? Like, have you offered up the booty hole? Have you showed up to the bedroom in some black lace? Have you motherfucking went out and bought some handcuffs to try something new? Like, what have you done to change that? Have you even had a conversation with him about it? Switch it up. Spin that butt. Next question. How long should I wait to sleep with a man? Forever. First date, we already went over that. <laughs> Just go back to women. All right. Well, since we don't get bad advice here on the on the on the on the Those plank, were jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those until were jokes. how see how unharmful uh, they were? I like that if we could get the trans community to feel the same way. Um, so, um, until it feels right, and I don't mean when it feels right as in, man, he's handsome and I'm horny. Uh, when, when he's, it becomes a fixture in your life, when y'all have had the conversation, and again, I'm not talking about listening to every hustler that comes through and tells you that he loves you and then giving up the draws to him. I'm talking about motherfucking, hey, uh, you know, he seems to be consistent. I want him in my life. You know, like, this is a solid go. It might not work out. Y'all might not get married. But you're not... No, I don't agree with giving it up on the first date because... Among other reasons, super gonorrhea. Um, right, right, right. Respect your body more than that. Respect your time more than that. That advice goes double. I give that advice double to men. Uh, respect your body more than that. And respect your time more than that. Uh, raise your worth, my brother. Raise your worth. Uh, but also, just... You're, you're, there's gonna come a point when you know that it feels right. This is what I want. All right, we are we are in a relationship. We are. This is what we both want. We are working towards the goal of something. We are working maybe towards the goal of marriage, or at the very least, a goal of a long-term relationship. Um, that way, you're not having a revolving door of sexual partners of every guy that told you that you were cute, um, or every girl that fucking batted her eyelashes at you. You know, don't be tempted by a little Susie Rotten crotch. You ain't got to fall for it every time. Um, but also, like, that whole wait until you're married, 
ain't no high, ain't no high value man finna sit around and wait around until you fucking goddamn married uh, to fucking have sex. Or the three month rule. Uh, sometimes you feel it, and sometimes you know before three months. It might be longer than three months. Um, setting a hard line time is setting yourself up for failure. I had a guy like in the last couple months actually tell me that he planned on being a virgin until he was married and he was 38 so older than me and when I asked him why he said because the theory is, is that he loves his future wife so much he doesn't want to have sex with anyone else but like I don't I, even know her yet I feel like he's got a micro penis <laughs> that's I feel like that's what that's she about. said if the I could just problem, the check problem with the that, experiences. The problem, the problem with that, um, and it goes the same for females, is he's, what, 38? Yeah. Still saving himself for that person. Yeah. That is nothing wrong with that. I get you it. Know. Some people have religious reasons. I feel like that's how you end up <clears> in the ER with your belly button I also do not include religious reasons. So, I also do not include religious reasons in this. <laughs> if you are saving yourself through your religious beliefs, I commend you for that. Do what you do in the name of Allah or um, little gay baby Jesus. Um, <clears throat> but uh, as far as like people look, the, the tragedy of life is so I'm, I'm 38. I'm 38, right? I have to work hard to keep my value up because the tragedy of life is your value decreases as you get older. As I get older, I'm eventually going to lose my sexual uh, uh, dynamo-ness. I don't know. Um, I'm eventually not going to be as good in bed as I, as, you know, as I am now. I'm probably not as good in, actually, no, that's not true. I would say I'm not as good in bed as I was when I was, you know, like 21, but when I was 21, I think I was just, you know, pumping and sweating. Uh, <laughs> I learned some tricks as I got older. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but it, it, it is what it is. Um, like, you sweat on me. <laughs> I don't like my own sweat. Why yours? <laughs> You hit him with the thrust and you do one of these. When you're done. You just... um, but as human beings, our value... As human beings, oh, our value declines as we get older. So the, the the literal chances of him of him finding a quality mate as he gets older decrease with every year that he gets older. Um, so saving yourself because you... But hypothetically, love your future wife that much is ugh, looking slim out here, son. Also, as as he gets older, if, let's say he's looking for somebody in about the same age range as him. Uh, by thirty eight, she's probably gonna have at least a couple of kids by maybe a couple of cats. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's you got to balance out your time with your value. Yeah, I think you're right. Wait until it feels right. And if it, it feels right, fucking whenever. Whenever it feels right. Sounds great. Uh, your turn. The next one is, what's the best thing a woman can do in the bedroom? I feel like we covered that already. Yeah. What's the question? 
What's the best thing a woman can do in the bedroom? Try. <laughs> you know what? I don't even think I need to touch this one. Right, that one word right there, man. All right. I asked put put some effort in there. Oh yeah. And I was like, nope. We're going. We're, we're gonna stick with the one word. The word try. try. We're gonna exclude the word anal. Mm. It's gonna be fine. Try anal. <laughs> There's a winner. Why do men There's take, a winner. <laughs> why do men take so long to decide what they want from a relationship? Um, high risk, potentially low reward. Mm. Okay. Need time to it's, it's like crazy. I was talking. It's like the hot to crazy factor, right? If uh, if so, well, EK's in the room, so we'll use EK as as, as an example here. So if EK goes and if EK goes and meets a girl right he now, crazy uh, he, he do. Well, you know, EK does fuck with the crazies, <laughs> but EK goes and meets a girl right now. Um, you know, he. Rushing into that relationship could mean any number of things, especially like rushing into like a marriage. Uh, do you know how many ways the system is designed to fuck? You know how comfortable you got to be with a man should be with you to get married. Now, I've said before that, you know, it take a man six, seven years to really want to marry you. But the overnight marriages that girls be dreaming of and wanting and thinking about, uh, you know, and shit, you, no, hell no. Hell no. Uh, EK, EK has a kid, so that's bringing that's bringing that's bringing somebody around his child full time. Um, the system is designed to fuck a man after marriage, so you know they get married and freaking she gets a divorce. He's paying alimony. If they had a kid, now he's paying child support. Oh uh, motherfucker! Look at PJ Washington and Brittany Renner groomed him since he was a kid motherfucking soon as he was legal married his ass got pregnant and now she is living off his dividends and he has to bust his ass for the rest of his well at least for the very for the next 18 goddamn years mm. and he got truly fucked in that situation that he rushed into high risk and potentially potentially very low uh, reward Alright, so the next one is why are men no longer real men? That's a stupid question. What is your definition of a real man? Um, um, I believe that I, I believe back in the day we used to think real men were shit. Like I said, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Red Sonja killed 90 some odd motherfuckers and wrestled a water dragon. Is that a real man? Um, am I not a real? I, I saw a statement once. It was like, if you don't, if you're not a real lumberjack, or you know, dudes will walk around uh, drinking a soy latte with a lumberjack beard, cut that facial hair, you're fronting or posing or whatever. Well, shut the fuck up, eat a dick. Um, you don't have to be a lumberjack to be a real man. Um, no, but I. I I feel like, you know, it might have, like, a little to do with, like, chivalry. Maybe, like, a little bit of, you know, home training. Like, some of this... Like, some of this might be because a lot of men don't really have a strong male role model. Like, they're... That's the way you're phrasing the question? 
I mean, I Sorry, feel I feel like that's what it is, like because they don't okay. see they don't see their they don't see their mothers being treated the way that they should be treated by men. They see their mothers being, being single moms, yeah, being, having to figure I it out themselves, and they just think that I the woman that they get with has to do that too. Yeah. So the answer to that question then would be why aren't men men? Why aren't men real men anymore? Would be women across the board from every angle from every aspect the answer to that question is women um most men that fall into that category like you said were raised without a male figure they're raised in a single mother household which means they weren't taught the right ideals by that woman um most men are raised most young boys are raised in a single family household because if you look at divorce rates um again here in america we have a 50 percent divorce rate 80 percent of those are started by women um a lot of women will not will not if you look at a lot of our inner cities a lot of our, a lot of women will not provide a uh, suitable male role model for their child because remarrying or having a man living in the same household that you're getting your section eight etc welfare disqualifies you from those things um as far as men getting older and not learning these lessons and whatnot as uh as my as my little as my net as my nephew hit me to uh hit me to it when i asked him you know uh why he's let why he's not so respectful to women or why he's so disrespectful to women um he said why why would i why would i why would i respect a creature that does not demand respect he said when i speak to a when i speak to a man like i'm sitting there having a conversation with you i know if i speak to you a certain type of way there's going to be consequences there's not going to be uh you know i will not be rewarded for disrespect he said i speak to a female with disrespect i know she's going to reward me if anything she's going to apologize for the fact that i disrespect her women oh as men get older as men get older women don't hold them to a higher point point of accountability as men are younger and being raised in these single women households they're not being taught the things they need to be taught so if that's the way that you're phrasing the question then the answer across the board is women whether we're using statistics whether we're using reason logic in any way shape or form that answer becomes women women are the reason men aren't real men anymore I don't think that's where I was going with that. I don't think so either. If women fuck dudes that rode the bus, gas prices would go down. It's our fault. <laughs> so obviously everything's a woman's fault. <laughs> Nothing you do is wrong as a man with a penis. Go that's fuck not, yourself. That's not what I said. No. Nope. That's not what I said. It sounds like it. You sperm cream. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's how you, if that's how you choose to take it. But that's not, I would like to point out, that's not the statement that was made. Cretans! <laughs> Spermy cretans! <laughs> Alright, let's wrap this up. What's next? Spermy cretans would be a great band name, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why is sex valued over loyalty, honor, and trust in a relationship? I didn't think that it was. It's not. If sex is valued so over loyalty, honesty, and trust in a relationship... If sex is valued over loyalty, honesty, and trust in a relationship, loyalty, on, lo loyalty, honesty, and trust isn't something that I should have to look for in a relationship. That it is a given. A given if, right? sex, if sex is the highest value that is placed on you in your relationships, honey boo-boo, I hate to tell you this, that means that is all you have to offer. 
You have nothing soul enriching to offer. You have nothing worthwhile to offer. You are the definition of that high risk versus low reward. Um, if sex is the highest standard that is placed on you, then it means it is the highest thing that you have to give. Is that all? For you? You good? You on that? Is he frozen or is he just not answering me? <laughs> no, that's it. That's okay. it. Okay. Okay. I was just going to mention All right. Gonna... So the last one is, why do I feel like I need to lower my standards to find a good man? Because they all you know. fucking blow. That's why. Uh, so you never need to lower your standards to find a good man, um, but also do your standards meet you? Do you meet your standards? Um, if you are looking for a, uh, I saw a thing a while ago with a woman, a black woman who was looking for a her her mate had to be black. He had to have. Uh, a six-figure income. He had to have a car. She at least didn't say like a Mercedes. She said a, a car. Um, he has to have his own house. Now, she said all of this while she did not have her own house. Uh, she did have a car. Uh, only 8% of black men in the country make over six figures. So are men, are you lowering your standards or are your standards not where they should be? What's wrong with a fellow that makes, you know, 40 grand, 50 grand, 60 grand if he treats you well? Um, again, only 8% of black men in the country make over 100 grand, uh, which is tragic because 100 grand is not that, is not that much in America. But um, so if, if, if your standards are he has to have all of these things, um, are you worth the time of a man with all of these things? And if you are a sweetheart, then don't lower your goddamn standards. Don't lower your standards for fucking goddamn 20 on the fucking block who doesn't know how to fucking goddamn use a belt. And the way he chose to speak to you was yo baby, yo baby, yo. Keep your ass up on your motherfucking pedestal. But just, you know, don't stand on one higher than you can reach. That's it. Do you think that? <laughs> do you think that's where they were going with that, or do you think they were going with the fact that they feel like men that they've set their standards for, like let's say a man that makes six figures and drives a car, owns his own business. Let's just say that the men that she's dated that meet those standards aren't any good. Like they cheat. They no, no. disrespect you. Like um, so that is that is that is. I hadn't thought of it from that perspective, and Courtney, you raise a very good point. And I will say this: um, a lot of men in that position, if 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 like you said, with the things that you're looking for, he's got his own business, he makes X amount of money, etc. A lot of men in a position of value, a position of power, as they're called high value men, um, expect high value treatment. They expect high value women. Um, a lot of them look at it as you should be honored to be here in my life. You know, do as you're told. Yeah. If you're looking for a man in that category who does not fit that quota, then the tragedy of life is you're just going to have to look. Don't lower your standards. Don't lower your standards, but you're going to have to look. 
you are going to have to look. This isn't going to be an overnight thing for you to find that. You ain't gonna, It's going to be hard to find. Uh, it's the same way they talk about a guy in the gym, how it's, you know, it's hard to get up and run five miles when you're waking up on silk sheets. Um, but, you know, it's easy to be hungry in the cage or in the ring or whatever when you're broke and you don't have nothing. We've seen it again, time and time again with fighters. Find you a man. Think of it in that same respect. Find you a man who has the money, has the success, has those things that you're looking for, if you qualify for those things, but has the humility of a man making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. Okay. It's not easy to find, but it can be done. God knows if I get rich, ain't none of y'all gonna recognize me. None of y'all gonna be a whole different person. I'm a whole different person. But why are you talking to me in public? What I tell you about that? Hit me on my private line that you don't have the number to, peasant. <laughs> oh my goodness! You should tell what you should see the way I look down on people when I watch movies from the VIP section. <laughs> I, I literally look down and call people peasants. It's quite funny. People <laughs> like this is the peasant seating, the commoners. God, fact, terrible, fact, facts. I get $10 million tomorrow and be a whole different person. But it's so Anyways, much better when you can sit in the balcony and, and they bring you drinks. Bring me my shots, bring my popcorn, all of it. Look, wait, stop. Listen to y'all. Y'all get rich, y'all gonna be different people too. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> I can't even I'm rich, bitch. Like right now, I'd be like, Courtney, where your titties? And she'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Huh, Courtney get $10 million tomorrow. I'm like, Courtney, where your titties? And she's gonna be like, where your titties, bitch? Who the fuck you talking to? Nobody, <laughs> nobody yeah. talks to see money in such a manner. Nobody talks to see money in such a manner. Don't look at my breastuses. So what you Avert your gaze when I walk I in the room. I should always act like I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you mean to say. It's my stances are up here. Let me just always act like I'm Covered in money. Look at the floor when see money walks in the room. And you risk, oh God, I couldn't imagine. Yo ass, Jesus. You're going to become that stuck up socialite snob. Except non-socialite. Okay, that's it. You don't, like, you don't like to deal with people like that. It's going to be the worst. It's going to be the worst. You're going to show, show up at public appearances just to go home. <laughs> She showed up. She showed up three hours late in a Mercedes Benz, took pictures, and left. That was the whole experience. I don't want to take pictures. Somebody else can take a picture. I don't and want to made, know about and it. made everyone tell her and made everyone tell her thank you before before she I left. Mean, why would you go out if your home is so great? Yeah, I paid these bills. It's fine. I should be here. I should be here. I paid my money's house worth and the electricity. I should be home. Beautiful. That's the most beautiful I mean, school. <laughs> I mean, your logic's not wrong. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the plank. We appreciate you coming out. We appreciate you giving us a bit of your time. Um, we will figure out what to do with Courtney and Riss's facial expressions. Uh, Y'all look disgusted by everything I said tonight, and I love you for it. Um, it's been a tough ride, my guy. Look, y'all, I, I love when y'all make those looks because you only make those looks when I'm right. Anyways, y'all have a good one. This has been The Plank. We love you. Sean Bennett, C-Money, and Riss. Bye, bitch. And the one person that doesn't love you called bitch. Have a good night. I hope you have a good night. Where's your catchphrase? I'm so sorry. This has been The Plank. We out of here. <laughs>
Peace. <laughs> you said it's risen. <laughs>